Virginia is for eaters and drinkers, all kinds of eaters and drinkers, for oyster shuckers and slurpers, winery samplers or all-day wine drinkers, brewery hoppers and distillery sippers, for those who order grits and those who order cheese grits. We all know what the right way to order is. For barbecue triers who turn into finger lickers and meat off the bone suckers. All right, all this talk of food is making me hungry. I gotta go get some mac and cheese. Like I was saying, Virginia is for all sorts of food lovers. So come love it for yourself. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting enrolls for recurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, stop, stop. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun, and everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. Ever wondered if your advertising dollar is really working for you? If your ad would have been here, you and more than 4 million people would be listening to it right now. Contact ads at exxoneradiotv.com. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Unwilling to be the government's deadly assassin, gifted psychic Kahara Mitchell went AWOL and ended up buried under rubble in the wake of a great tsunami. She regained consciousness far from Earth on the medical ship of a Dagaronian intergalactic fleet. Has she been rescued or abducted by aliens? The Chalice of Carrie, Kahira O'Donnell's latest paranormal science fiction romance, is the passionate story of an Earth woman and her destined mates, twin kings from another galaxy. Kahara uses her gifts fighting alongside Lords Rom and Ra in a war that will determine the destiny of galaxies. The Chalice of Kari by Kahira O'Donnell is now available at kahiraodonnell.com or at amazon.com. All-Hit Radio! Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. I am Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Worldwide toll-free, 800-610-7035. Email exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On all social media sites, TV and our main website, www.exxonradiotv.com. Sharon Tenney is my guest this hour. She is a psychic medium living in Santa Cruz, California. Sharon has began her mediumship since she was just a little girl and had a life filled with very interesting psychic experience. She is very helpful to those who are grieving to connect with their loved ones on the other side. She was positively tested for mediumship through the 
Veritas Research Project conducted by Dr. Gary Schwartz at the University of Tucson, Arizona. Sharon is originally from Buffalo, New York, and holds a Master's of Social Worker website is www.sharontenney.com. That's S-H-A-R-O-N-T-E-N-N-E-Y.com. And Sharon Tenney, welcome to the X-Zone. Oh, thank you, Rob. Nice to be here. All right, so tell me, you're a psychic medium. I would be a psychic extra large. Um, <laughs> I'm actually psychic small. Okay. Um, <laughs> Very petite. So, so tell me, how did you, you say that you've been a, you, you've been a psychic medium all your life. How did you know at a very young age that you were a psychic medium? Well, it was these spirits. That's one clue. Yeah, I guess it would be. <laughs> and I could sense things and I felt things. I was a little bit odd. How Once odd? I remember my black hat ironically got killed by a car on Halloween, and then shortly thereafter, a few days later after, he showed up in spirit, although at the time I was younger and I didn't even realize that this was a spirit, and I thought he had actually been, come back. However, he didn't. It was just his spirit. When you say spirit, do you actually see the manifestation of the spirit or the disembodied person that, that is trying to communicate with you? I often do, yes. What was it I like when what was it like when you first had your your first experience that you realized that this person that was manifesting in front of you or who had manifested in front of you was actually from the other side that they're no longer alive? Oh gosh, I've had so many experiences. Um let me see which one should I start with? Oh, um well, let's see. The oh gosh, I'm just. I'm sorry. I'm, I've had so many. I'm trying to figure out. Well, which let, one. Let, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. When you see the the spirit, mm-hmm. what part of their life do they represent? Do they represent the time when they pass to the other side? Do they represent themselves in an era where they're middle aged? How do they do it? That's an interesting question because that's something that I think that people often wonder about. I see people in various different ways. Mm -hmm. That's called clairvoyance, the seeing. Right. And so I can see them sometimes as holographic figures, which is like the figures that you see in Disneyland at Mm -hmm. the haunted house. I see them sometimes fully developed and other times... I may see them in my head. But right, right. But when you do, when you do see them, what age are they? Are they at the age when they passed and crossed over, or are they, they younger? Vary. They vary. They vary. Okay. Oftentimes, people will come in, say someone who had died when they were in their seventies. Mm-hmm. They may first appear to, if you have a family there, the wife is younger when she first met him and then I'll see a whole I'll see a whole description and give that description of that person who he is and I line them up I put males on my left side females on my right side and friends in the middle so I can sort them out oftentimes there's so many coming in who want to make contact that I really have to sort them out Wow. then once I get the initial confirmation of who this is I I can feel them on my side and I as I say put the males on the left so if the father is coming in or the husband's coming in father to the children you know husband to the wife he may show in first as when he met his wife which would be maybe in his 20s and I'll see him and I often see photographs too it's another interesting thing for some reason I'm showing photographs that often people have in their homes. So I can see the photograph in front of me and describe exactly the scene, who they're with, what they're wearing, and what time period it's in. Sharon, Sharon, stand by. We've got to take a commercial break here. Please stand by. This is a bit of a cliffhanger, Exonation. Sharon Tenney is our guest this hour, www.sharontenney.com. And Sharon and I will be back on the other side of this two-minute commercial break. 
as we continue with yours truly, Rob McConnell, from our broadcast centre in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. Nicholas P. Jinnix is a lover of humanity and a seeker of truth. Using facts and not opinion, he exposes misconceptions spread by religious and political organizations. While theology, engineering, and science were his fields of academics, history, philosophy, and humanities are his fields of research. His article entitled, The Obama-Iran Nuclear Deal Must Be Stopped, exposes lies by Obama to approve a nuclear deal. This deal benefits Iran domestically and militarily, but compromises the security of the United States. The Genix article is provided on the internet link www.rel-mar.com forward slash ng1. That's www.rel-mar.com forward slash ng1. Reef is your host. Reef is your guide. Are you happy? Happiness is like trying to find water in the desert. Can you find any? Sometimes, sure, but only a few drops. God is an ocean of joy, but God is not cheap. You cannot find God in a chemical. You must attract God's attention. How? Not by living to please your senses. That is false ego. The matrix is not real. It is a computer-enhanced hallucination. You are spirit soul, not the body. We have forgotten how splendid our home really is, the spiritual sky. For more information, visit reeshasongofblue.com. That's www.reeshasongofblue.com. Fartlets, fartlings, pongies, and honkers. They have so many names, makes you go bonkers. Rear tempest, butt bubbles, bottom burps, all aside. Why does it smell like a little rat died? Hail the fart, whenever, wherever, whoever. Its existence actually enriches our lives because it gives us those unforgettable moments that we can all recall again and again that are always good for yet another laugh. A new expose on farting. Get your copy of The Endearing Fart by Eileen Dover at www.theendearingfart.com. Sharon Tenney is my guest this hour. Exonation, www.sharontenney.com. She is a psychic medium. She presently resides in Santa Cruz, California, but she's originally from Buffalo, New York, just on the other side of the border from Fort Erie. And Buffalo, New York is where I catch all my planes when I travel. It's a it's a great city. It's it's you know, it's just been it's just one of those cities that keeps on growing. My goodness, when you look it's at snowing. Fort <laughs> It's snowing. And snowing. Keep Where? growing and snowing. Oh, okay. Um, you, you and I were talking before we went to the commercial break about the, uh, you know, how you see or how you perceive spirit. Uh, do those who are with you to get the communication from the other side, do they also see the manifestation? No, unfortunately. No, I... That's where my part comes into play, is that oftentimes, well, most times, every time so far mm -hmm. people haven't been able to see what I'm seeing and so I have to describe in detail exactly what I'm seeing feeling and hearing oftentimes I will what we were discussing before the ages that people appear sometimes they appear younger sometimes they appear middle-aged sometimes they appear older frequently they come in first 
at the point of death. And then they go back into their history and their past and bring in all the detail and information. They show me their bedrooms. They show me photographs. Wow. They show me objects they've left behind. They've shown me things that they've built or made or places they've gone. All this information that is very meaningful to the family and gives them great comfort. I also see how they die, too. So that gives clarification and information as to how the person passed. Mm -hmm. And I often feel the death in my own body. Wow. So what would happen if someone had been killed in a car crash? What do you mean? How would they look? Well, you said you, you often feel how they died. How they feel? Well, yeah. usually I can... I get okay. Let me give you an example of one thing. Sure. I had a spirit who came to me and interrupted me. Well, this is common also. I do prepare clients to allow spirits they don't know or whom they've had no contact but may know someone who knows this spirit to come in because it happens so often. In one way this happened before to me is I had a young man interrupt a reading with this woman and I felt my whole body pushed and shoved. I went forward. I felt an impact. And then I saw this young man appear to me outside of me mm -hmm. and I could see him fully. And I said to the woman I was reading for, I said, I, I, you know, I have to stop what I'm doing with you right now because someone just got my attention and they want me to talk to them. I need to find out who this is. As I began describing this young man, I could see the whole woods, the circular roads and the cliffs. And I realized that impact, that push when he shoved me was actually a duplication of what the impact of that accident was. Then he began to go on to describe more information about his family and girlfriends. And, and he was even with his own family. Hmm. This was someone who didn't really know him. It ended up the only connection she had with him is that her niece had dated him years ago in the past. And sometimes spirits want to find a way to break through. And if they can't find a real medium or someone who can connect, they'll go through these hurdles to find someone who is sitting with someone else and say, okay, I'm breaking through. I need to get my message to my family. And they do this. With this young man, eventually there was someone else who I had told about during a group reading that sometimes these people come in who you don't know and to please allow them to come in and I explained I can give you his name David Mays because his mother has allowed me to do that and he was a young boy who had just graduated high school and was in a car crash in the mountains however I didn't know who he was <laughs> and I wasn't about to call his mother and when I gave the group reading one of the women whom I had told within this large group of about 10 people, I said, well, you know, somebody may break in. Just be aware of that and allow them to come in if they do. And I explained how David Mays had pushed me and I felt him and I felt the impact. And I saw the death and, and all the stuff he was telling me. But then I felt I just could not call his mother because she'd think I was crazy. So I, I don't do that. And then at the end of the group reading, when I brought in very good confirmation for this other woman who's daughter had been murdered, she came up to me and she said, I'm glad I didn't say anything beforehand because I want you to know, I know David Mays's mother. Oh, Can wow. I tell her about you? And yes, then she did come to my mm -hmm. house later and had a reading separately with me. David again came through, and this is what I mean by evidence, why I asked for evidence. I ask the spirit in my head, I'll say, you've got to show me some confirmation. I need to have evidence. I need your family to know this is really you. And he came in 
about 10 feet in front of me, dangling a necklace. It looked like a locket. It was oblong in shape. And I couldn't see it up close. But he kept saying, this mm -hmm. is shared between my mom and me, my mom and me, my mom and me. I had no idea how this thing was shared. He was dead. She was alive. And then, at the end of the reading, after she'd gotten all this information from me, she said to me, would you like to see the necklace? And she put her hand inside of her blouse and pulled out a locket. And this was given to her by her employer. And inside the locket, as she opened it, I expected to see pictures of David. Mm -hmm. Instead, there were locks of his hair. Oh, my goodness. So that was shared. It was part of him and a part of her. Let me ask you something, Sharon. How do you know how to connect with the right spirit on the other side? How do you find them? The right spirit? I mean, for once a client comes to visit me? Yes. I, I, what I do is I sit down beforehand and I ask them to show up. Mm -hmm. Some of these, I have a lot of information on my blog also. There's a blog that you can connect to on my site. Mm -hmm. There's so many stories of this sort that I know on this show there's not going to be enough time to go into it all. When I sit down, I will wait to feel who's coming around me. I can feel them. Now, there are ways to feel spirits, and I can explain this later, how you might be able to feel them too. However, I sit down and I ask them, bring in as much clarification and confirmation as you can. And then I often see them beforehand. And I, can, I know who it is. So when the client comes in, I already know because they've already been there. They're, and I'll tell you this, be on time for an appointment, <laughs> because if you're not, they will be, and they'll be waiting for you. And I've had some surprises when people are late, and their loved ones are already there. What kind of surprises? Well, I, I remember, <laughs> well, okay, this, this was a, a very interesting one, which I haven't even written about yet on my blog, and I do have permission to do so. I had a brother and sister who wanted to reach their mother. Mm -hmm. Now, as you know, I don't want to know ahead of time beforehand who they want to reach. Right. And so they called me for an appointment, and they kept insisting, we really want this Sunday, we really want this day, please, please. We know you don't want to know who it is, but we really want this date. And I said, well, but I, I'm busy on that date. And he said, no, please, please, can't you do this? And finally... I said, well, I don't know. And he said, he said, look, he said, I know you don't want to know, but it's our mother. Our, it's our mother's birthday. We really want that day. So I already knew ahead of time. I went out. I bought a birthday cake. I decided, well, since I knew, we'd have a birthday party. It's nice. Yeah. And so then they were caught in 17. They were coming down from San Francisco, mm -hmm. and they were caught in traffic. And I was running around cleaning up my house and washing the tables and getting teacups out and trying to clean it up. And this woman, their mother, was right behind me. <laughs> and she was pushing me. And she kept saying, you missed this spot. You missed this spot. Oh, you look at that. That's dirty. you got to clean this up. And I'm going, what the heck? If I knew you were a neat freak, I would have started earlier. I had no clue. And finally, the brother and sister arrived at the door. Mm -hmm. And when I... As soon as I opened the door, the first thing I said was, is your mother a neat freak? <laughs> and at that, they burst out laughing. And they said, our mother always told us, if there's one thing I've given you, it's to be neat. And that was before they had even arrived. Wow. And with that, after that, of course, we got into all the other information. And then we had a birthday party. Uh -huh. It was a big release for the family. And we had actually a celebration of her life on that day. Now, you see, that's a nice story. Well, I have, that I is a nice story. <laughs> uh, what other kinds of things would you like to hear about? Well, 
we've got to take a commercial with the news very shortly. So right now we're just going to let our listeners know how to contact you. And that's by uh, going to Sharon's website, everyone, at www.sharontenney.com. That's S-H-A-R-O-N-T-E-N-N-E-Y.com. And uh, she does, I believe, I believe you do uh, readings over, the, over Skype as well. No, I don't use Skype. I use telephones. Oh, okay. Because, she uses yeah, telephones. Okay. Telephones work better. Okay, there you go. I agree with you. Um, <laughs> I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news, Exxon Nation, as we continue here in the Exxon, investigating the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology, as we've been doing for the past 23 years. My goodness, 23 years. Over 4,000 guests. We've done the show North America, South America. We've done the show from the Bermuda Triangle, from exhibitions, symposiums, lectures. It's been a great 23 years, and I have you, the members of the Exxon Nation, to thank for all of this. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break. Whatever you do, don't go away. We'll be right back. Ever wondered if your advertising dollar is really working for you? If your ad would have been here, you and more than 4 million people would be listening to it right now. Contact ads at exxoneradiotv.com. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500 plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. Wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything? Well then, meet Dr. Kimberly McGeorge and her cutting-edge breakthrough knowledge that combines science with possibility. Dr. Kimberly brings real-life answers and healing to those open to alternative solutions. She teaches solution-based programs and classes that will change all areas of your life forever. Specializing in conscious creation, intuitive readings, and energy medicine, you can rapidly shift health, relationships, business, and money and abundance challenges quickly. Receive her best-selling book, Secret to Everything, at no cost by going to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone. That's right. Transformation can start now. Just go to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone and receive Dr. Kimberly's book for free. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Stargazing, week of September 29th through October 5th, 2014, for the X-Zone. September 29th is a high-energy, highly motivated day when the moon conjuncts Mars and Sagittarius. You can get three times as much done in a third of the time. This week is a mixed bag as legalities and social networking had the spotlight. On Monday, Venus moves into one of her two favorite signs, Libra, until October 23rd. With two eclipses and Mercury retrograde coming up, this gentle sharing energy is coming just at the right time. October begins on Wednesday and is going to be a busy month as Mercury retrogrades from the 4th through the 25th. And we have another blood full moon and two eclipses. This week is also yours as Jupiter makes a grand fiery trine with the moon and Mars. So burn through those obstacles in front of you, bring in your good and then rest and retire, offsetting any quarrels. Your super special someone may have a gift for you this week, 
or if yearning for a partner, you could meet someone new. As Mercury retrogrades on Saturday the 4th, be as pleasant as you are efficient and capable. Good vibes could vibrate for months to come from what you do now. You need to set straight something important or merely something annoying as offensive before Friday if possible. Everyone will thank you for doing that. This week brings a new life into some financial matters, and if you're owed money, it could materialize now. On the weekend, a first-time guest could bring something unexpectedly wonderful or say exactly the right thing and unwittingly solve a problem for you, so pay attention. You could meet a lot of fascinating people and make many new friends as the leaves begin to turn and fall. You will also take up a creative new interest or hobby. Treasure those sentimental personal activities, routines, and possessions. Maybe photograph a perfect rose in your garden. No one ever knows when disruption may arrive and upset the status quo. There could be an announcement of some kind of new technology, or we could witness whatever it is capable of doing somewhere in the world. We are on high alert this weekend, the 4th through the 7th. Be sure to say some prayers for world peace. We will need each and every one of them come next week. And explanation for a private one-on-one consultation with Elizabeth Joyce. Her website is www.new-visions.com. That's www.new-visions.com. My guest this hour is Sharon Tenney. She is a psychic medium living in Santa Cruz, California. Her website is www.sharontenney.com. Now, I understand that you've also been touched by spirits when you're working with them. I, I did explain some of that earlier with the aunt in my hand mm-hmm. and the young boy who pushed me. Right. And uh, what about the voices you hear? Uh, how do you hear it? Do you hear it in, in your mind? Do you actually hear it through your ears? Or is it a psychic impression that you get? How does that work? That's very interesting. I have had it both ways. I have it outside of me, just like somebody standing right there mm-hmm. you're not looking at, and you can hear them plain as day. And it's clear as ever. You know you have someone there. Other times, I may not get the outside sound, and I may feel it or hear it in my head, and they'll be talking in full sentences, telling me the information, and then I parrot it back because I'm a medium. I'm in the middle. So what I do is I go from them to me to the family. So I'm just in the center, which is why I'm called a medium. I'm in the middle. However, I would like to tell you about one time that I had someone speak to me out loud with a client who did not expect this person to show up, and he clearly identified himself. It was one of the most amazing experiences I've ever had, and to me it's one of the biggest confirmations of life after death. No one knew he was dead. Wow. This was what's so interesting. As I was sitting with this woman named Sue, and she'd been married for over 30 years, had three grown children, was settled, I thought, okay, and I'm sitting with her, and I'm talking, and I thought I was with her father, and then as I'm reading for her, I suddenly Mm -hmm. feel this thump. This man jumps in right next to me. I felt the ground rock beneath me, and he shouted, just shouted as loud as possibly, and he said, tell her it's my ex-husband, her ex-husband, and tell her that I love her. I was shocked. I looked at her and I said, Sue, did you, did you hear that? Did you see that? She said, what? I said, you didn't hear that? She said, no. So I explained to her what he said. Tell her it's her ex-husband and tell her that I love her. She goes, Louis? I said, who's Louis? She said, my ex-husband. <laughs> I said, your ex-husband? You should have been married all these years with all these kids. Mm-hmm. I had no clue. And so I said, well, when's the last time you talked to him? She said, oh, about 20 years ago. 
I said, would you know if he died? She said, no, I haven't had any contact with him. I have no idea. But she was a little bit dubious and scared about this whole thing with him jumping in. And she said, well, you know, but he'd be in his 50s. He'd be pretty young, you know, and he's probably, you know, not dead. And then she went home and started having dreams about him, continuous dreams. And she finally called me up and said, you know, I'm ready to find out if Lewis is really dead or not. And she finally got the name of his brother in the state he lived in mm -hmm. and the number. She came to my house. We sat down, called this number. And as she listened in with me, and she was prompting me with information so I could clearly tell this man that this man, Lewis, had come in this information so he could confirm it. And I told him that I was a friend of this woman, Sue, and I wondered if he had a brother named Lewis who had been married to her many years ago up in Sacramento, California. Right. And the man said, oh, I had a brother named Lewis who was married to her, but he died five years ago of brain cancer. Oh, my gosh. At that, Sue pulled the phone away from me and began talking to her brother-in-law after 20 years. Neither one of us knew he was dead. No one knew. Yet he managed to break through and to get his message very clearly to her, his identity. And, of course, we didn't know. Nobody knew. Mm -hmm. And then we got the confirmation from his brother that he had indeed died five years prior. My that, Lord. to me, was good evidence. So that, that is rock-solid evidence. Yes, it is. Yeah. What happens if somebody comes to you and they want to communicate with the other side, but the other side doesn't want to communicate with them? <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you don't always get everybody through. No way. You, what I do is I ask people to make a list of people they want to connect with. Mm -hmm. It could be that somebody has other things going on. It could be, well, if you believe in reincarnation, they may have come back. Uh, usually, though, I find the people. If I can't find somebody, I'll actually ask somebody over on the other side who I've been talking to during a reading and say, can you please try to find so-and-so? And then... I don't know how they do it. I have no clue. Next thing you know, they're gone, and maybe five minutes later, they come back with this person. It's the weirdest thing. I can't explain that part myself. So if somebody is reincarnated, and let, let's say, well, let's use a hypothetical situation. I come and see you, and I, and I want to connect with my sister who has mm -hmm. departed. Okay, and uh, you say in a little while, well, Rob, I, I can't connect with her. Is that, and can you tell me that she's been reincarnated? No, I can't. Oh. I'd love to. Yeah. However, I think that's one thing that is pretty difficult to confirm. And sometimes maybe they're just busy. Sometimes right. it could be that they just can't break through. It may be that it's there's a lot of emotion at times with spirits. Mm -hmm. However, generally speaking, most of the ones on their list, I'll usually go through, I have them write down a list, and people I'll say at the end of the reading, I'll say, okay, have we gotten all the people that you were looking for? If not, can you please give me the first name of someone you are looking for? And they'll say, nope, you want the whole list. Here wow. it is. Got them all. So I, I don't have a real answer for that. Like I said, I'm somewhat skeptical, skeptical about giving a new age answer. So I can only go by what I feel is real and down to earth that I can confirm. But you do believe in reincarnation? I do believe in reincarnation, yes. Has, has anyone ever... For example, if somebody comes to you, they sit down, and, and you're able to communicate with the other side, the person that they've requested does come through. Is it possible that the person that is coming through is from a previous uh, incarnation? 
that. Oh, oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, um, well, generally speaking, I don't go into reincarnation within a reading. Okay. Because I like to stay with the present spirits who are there. Mm -hmm. However, what you may be alluding to is what we sometimes call group karma, where people will reincarnate together. Yes. And you have a, a large group of people. Mm -hmm. who, when you run up to someone and you, and you just feel like you meet them, you know them, you yeah. know, you've seen them before, somehow they, you recognize them. But you don't know who they are. You don't know the name. You don't know anything about them. But yet you feel like you know them. Oftentimes that's a good clue. I had an experience with the Edgar Casey clinic. I don't know if you know about Edgar Casey. Sure. I also uh, have had the people from the ARE on several times. Oh, okay, great, great. Okay, I'm linked with them also. Mm -hmm. It was the weirdest thing. A long time ago, many years ago, I actually had one of those visions that appeared to me as a movie in front of me. I sometimes I have these things, mm -hmm. and this movie appeared in midair, and it looked like it was in a French castle ballroom, and I was dancing with someone, and I was listening to the Paco Bell Canon at my, the first time I had listened to it, a friend of mine had sent me a beautiful recording of it mm -hmm. and said, you've got to hear this. So I put it on, and as I sat there and the violin swelled, this movie appeared in midair in front of me. Castle ballroom, stone walls. I was in a long gown mm -hmm. with powdered wigs, and, and there was another man there with with me, and I kept crying and crying. I was just crying, and I said, that's the happiest I've ever been. That's the happiest I've ever been. And then the other part of me kept saying, I must be going crazy. I must be going crazy. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like I'm seeing this movie in front of me. Well, that led to an encounter with the ARE in Virginia Beach. Mm -hmm. And as I got there, I walked from off. I was going around and in Virginia Beach first, and I wanted to work for them. However, when I applied to them, they said, we have a job in the book department, but we noticed that you're interested in holistic health. And so I knew that job wasn't going to be there for me. And I said, yes, I am. And they said, well, why don't you apply to the clinic in Phoenix, which I'd never heard of. And so I did. I applied to the clinic in Phoenix, the ARE, Edgar Casey Holistic Health Clinic. And a week later, I got an answer. They said, can you come in for an interview? I said, yes. I said, when? They said, tomorrow. Wow. <laughs> I was on a plane to Phoenix, got hired on the spot, and two weeks later, I was living in Phoenix. Then at the Phoenix Clinic, I was walking around, and I was being introduced to all the people in all the offices, and I kept hearing the same thing, the Paco Bell Cannon. And I said to the nurse there, I said, well, you know, the first time I heard this, I had the oddest experience. And I told her about this vision I had of the castle ballroom. She said, oh, we know more about it than that. And then one day they had a group of us gathered together. Mm -hmm. And we were in this home they called the Oak House where out-of-town patients would come and stay. And we all took places amongst the house and sat there and listened to music for an hour. And of course, one of the pieces was the Paco Bell Cannon. Afterwards, we gathered in the living room and over 75% of the people there had remembered that same scene. But we got more information because there were more people. Some people had lost sons, husbands, or other family to the war. Others had to leave mm -hmm. because they were part of the government. People were sobbing and sobbing, and the soldiers raced in and interrupted this ball that we were at. It was, I mean, I'm getting chills just now, just reliving it. And I was very connected to these people. And that's what we call a group soul reincarnation, where you may find people around you who are related to you in some other lifetime, 
could be hundreds of years ago, mm -hmm. 50 years ago, 10 years ago. You don't know how fast someone will come in. And it's amazing. You and I have to take our final break for this hour. Please stand by. Exonation, my guest this hour is Sharon Tenney. And uh, Sharon and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break. Don't go away. Shiite Muslim and taught the Quran in his youth are some of the reasons why President Obama has an affinity for Islam and the Muslim people. His nuclear deal with Iran allows them to obtain over $150 billion to stimulate their country domestically and militarily while pursuing their objective to develop a nuclear bomb. A groundbreaking article by Nicholas Jennings titled, Obama Continues to Lie to the American People, exposes many lies Obama has made. It includes lies to the American people on the Obama-Iran nuclear deal and Benghazi. The Jennings article is provided on the internet link www.rel-mar.com forward slash ng2. That's www.rel-mar.com forward slash ng2. When demystified, shamanism is an ancient science delving into the quantum level of life. Understanding and implementing basic shamanic principles can empower the individual to heal, manifest, and evolve in these rapidly changing times. Path Home Shamanic Art School is a one-of-a-kind Colorado State certified occupational school training and certifying shamanic practitioners and teachers. We also train individuals simply interested in empowering and enriching their lives through shamanism. Path Home's certification classes are in a week-long block format, enabling national and international students to participate. We also provide online classes and long-distance shamanic healing sessions as well. Discover all you can be. Enter the limitless world of shamanism today. For more information, visit findyourpathhome.com or call 303-775-3431. Ever wondered if your advertising dollar is really working for you? If your ad would have been here, you and more than 4 million people would be listening to it right now. Contact ads at exxoneradiotv.com. Welcome back, everyone. Sharon Tenney is our special guest this hour, www.sharontenney.com. That's S-H-A-R-O-N-T-E-N-N-E-Y.com. And Sharon, I want to thank you so much for being on the show tonight. It's been a great pleasure talking to you and listening to some of the many experiences that you've shared with people over the years as you've been able to successfully bring those from the other side to bring closure to the people on this side. And I think that's a wonderful gift. Oh, thank you. It is. It's, it's very rewarding. Have you ever been scared out of your wits by a spirit <laughs> from the other side? Um, yes, for a little bit, in a way. I learned how to control it. I generally don't talk about this experience, but I will talk about it. Because I think that people should just know how to control spirits. One time when I was sleeping, this is another time in California, I woke up and this is called ectoplasm. There's something, some of us have what's called physical mediumship. And that's when your body actually can transform into a spirit. And I had 
a spirit forming. I, I know it sounds crazy, and it, sounded, it seemed crazy to me too, but it happened. And I was awake, and it transformed into a man's hand, an arm, and I could feel the body next to me. This is where spirit guides come in too, although I don't usually talk about them. And he, I could feel his fingers really big. I knew it was a man's hand. And I was holding on to him, trying to push him away. And suddenly, I heard a woman's voice behind me say, Sharon, tell him to go away. And I was thinking, oh, God, I'm so tired. <laughs> I was pushing and pushing, and she's going, Sharon, tell him to go away. And I kept pushing and pushing. And she said, Sharon, tell him to go away. And then I went, go away. And boom, he just vanished in midair. It was the weirdest thing. And that's how I learned that you must be very, very firm with spirits. Do not be afraid. Because they can only spend a certain amount of time here. Their time is limited. They can only sustain their energy, sometimes only for a few seconds. You're lucky if they can be here for a minute. Wow. So don't be afraid of that. Be firm. Set guidelines. Set the rules, just like you're in a classroom. Remember that they rule on their side. That's their side where they're comfortable. You are the ruler of this side. Once they leave their body, they're over there. It's hard to come back. So it's hard to find someone who can help them to come back. And I do believe that it's the energy of the medium and also of the people who are coming in to have the reading, to allow them to be able to somehow manifest in some form to get their message across. It's very important. And I also, if you go to my website, you'll see how I ask people to prepare for a reading. And that's part of it to allow them to come in and don't be afraid. It's, it's not scary. It's really not scary. Sharon, we've run out of time for tonight. I want to thank you so much for joining us. Uh, continued success and continued best wishes for connecting those on the other side to help those on this side with their grief. Take care, my dear friend. Okay, thank you. Good night now. Exonation Sharon Tenney has been our guest. www.sharontenney.com. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour as the Exxon continues right here in the Exxon with yours truly, Rob McConnell from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada.